For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, this is Stu Hodum with Believe in the Media Guide on the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe? As the Stanley Cup Final comes to a close, it's the end of an era for NBC as Turner and Disney will televise the NHL beginning this fall. In NBC's final season, Kenny Albert has been the lead play-by-play announcer, a position he will hold with Turner alongside analyst Eddie Olchuk, his current NBC boothmate. Albert looks back at the last decade and a half, highlights some of NBC's events and innovations through the years, and he salutes his pioneering partner, Pierre Maguire. I just wanted to say, and obviously we're all a little bit biased, but I think NBC's done such a remarkable job over the last 15 years presenting the game to a U.S. audience, over 100 games per year. Uh, the Vince Scully of hockey and Doc Emmerich and the, the best analysts out there. Uh, the advent of the Winter Classic and the Stadium Series games, which NBC was such a big part of, uh, which has meant so much to the league and the teams over the last 10 or 12 years. And also the introduction of the inside-the-glass position uh, 15 years ago uh, with Pierre initially. And I think that's really, when you think about it, that's led to about 50 jobs around the league. Every team has either a former player or a quarter inside-the-glass the Canadian networks as well. So I think when the history books are written uh, on the NBC era with the NHL over the last 15 years, uh, the, the entire network has so much to be proud of. Coordinating producer John McGinnis credits NBC Sports executive producer Sam Flood for setting the tone, and he discusses some recent initiatives that made him proud of the Peacock Network. Then, Brian Boucher, a former Philadelphia Flyers goalkeeper who joined McGuire inside the glass on NBC, exemplifies Albert's take, NBC provided new opportunities for former players. Well, first, I think the credit has to go to Sam Flood, our executive producer, who's a hockey player. He used to play at Williams College. I don't know if he was any good or not, but if you talk to him, I'm sure he'll give you a good tale about it. Um, But he came up with the inside the glass position, so full credit goes to him for that. And I think, you know, as Bush said and Kenny said, you know, that's really opened up the game. We've heard some, you know, great things in between the bench benches and, and some firsthand information down there. Um, the Winter Classic, I think, is another um, example of us working together with the league from our programming department, um, the outdoor game, the stadium series, um, the all-star game, um, where it's now gone to a three-on-three format as opposed to, you know, kind of a shootout that nobody, you know, sort of lost its luster a little bit. I think that kind of added some uh, oomph to it. Um, so I think those would probably be the major things. You know, we have also covered every playoff game uh, with our announcers. Um, we had an all-female crew production and announcers do a game um, recently. I'm very proud of that. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that we, that we did um, sort of behind the scenes, just with different camera angles and, and replays and 
super slow mos and X mos and you know trying to use the technology as much as we could. We had drones out at the outdoor game in Lake Tahoe. So, um, you know, personally, you know, I wish ESPN and and Turner, you know, success, and hopefully they'll push the envelope even further and make the games more intermittent, more enjoyable. Bush, when this position was first introduced, I was still playing. So, uh, and then I come in. I've been doing it now for six years, and um, it's a, it's a unique uh, area to to watch the game and try to analyze from. Um, there are there are times where you miss things. Uh, it, it's fast down at ice level. Um, so you know you can't pretend like you see you see everything. I think you certainly see the game a lot better from upstairs, you know, with regards to how plays develop and whatnot. But you also get a, a different feel down at ice level for the temperature of the game, uh, the speed of the game. And as John mentioned, you know, sometimes you hear things uh, that you would not hear uh, when you're upstairs. Um, and I, I think it's just great to be you know part of a you know a three a three person broadcast in the sense that. You know, you get the perspective from upstairs, um, but you also get a different perspective downstairs and maybe the angles where uh, there's there's traffic in front of the net or the angle coming down my side of the ice that I see that the goalie would see and that the benches see. I think those are valuable things to uh, to highlight. Um, and I think it's I think it's benefited the broadcast, in my opinion. And as I said, it's, you know. It's, it, Kenny mentioned it added 50 jobs. I'm one of those guys uh, that, that it, it added a job to. So I'm very, I'm very grateful to, to be to be able to do it. Boucher was part of ESPN's announcer rollout last week, and we'll hear more later about the team that network assembled. NBC studio analyst Keith Jones enjoyed being part of large crowds for Stanley Cup final shoulder programming over the last few years, as the network amplified those big events. I think some of my fondest memories are when we would travel to the Stanley Cup final and have the studio uh, on site. It's something we've missed the last couple of seasons, unfortunately, but that's really what um, brought everyone together, both game broadcasters and studio broadcasters, and not just from NBC, but from around the NHL. That was That was always a highlight for me, and I think of some of the seven-game Stanley Cup ser- uh, final series that uh, we were lucky enough to be at the one that really stands out to me is the 2011 Boston Bruins uh, seven game series against the Vancouver Canucks and the Bruins, you know, winning that on the road in Vancouver and all oh, the craziness that followed after that. It was such an intense series that had so many different twists and turns and it looked like Vancouver was going to sweep them after they won the first two games and Boston dug in deep and Tim Thomas came up with an incredible performance and uh, the the Boston Bruins kind of willed their way to victory. That is one of the things that really stands out to me. The other one was the run that the LA Kings made to win their first Stanley Cup in 2012, I believe. And I think they were the eighth seed when the playoffs started. And by the time they won the Stanley Cup, they looked like they were the best team in the NHL. It did not look like a fluke by any means. They just caught fire at the right time. Everything came together, and they would win another Stanley Cup a couple of years later. So it's it's been always about the big events, the big moments, and nothing has been greater than attending the Stanley Cup final 
and uh, doing live studio shows with all the great fans of the NHL around. While Albert agrees with Jones on the importance of the public spectacles across North American cities, he recalls the unique circumstances of last summer's bubble in Canada among his NBC memories. Nashville in 2017, Vegas in 18, and then uh, St. Louis in 19. Just the passion of the fans in those cities and the great job that NBC did uh, you know, Jonesy mentioned the studio show traveling during the final. Uh, some of those shows outdoors, outside the arena in Nashville with, with thousands of fans on the streets by Broadway and then Vegas the next year outside the arena and St. Louis. And, you know, the NBC cameras and production folks were able to convey uh, the excitement in those cities uh, to the viewers watching at home. So I think um, you know, that's something that I'll remember. And then... Again, from a personal standpoint, and, and Booth was there, and uh, uh, Pierre and Eddie, uh, the bubble last year in Edmonton. Uh, many of us were in either Toronto or Edmonton or both uh, for 30, 40, 50, 60 days. And it was uh, such a unique experience to be a part of with no fans in the building, we're all inside the bubble. I know I called around 30 games. I think Booth probably did around 50. Uh, between the two cities in Toronto and Edmonton, we called two games in a day. We called three games in a day. Goose had the five overtime game uh, involving Columbus and Tampa. So, you know, when I think back, I almost forgot to mention the bubble. But for those of us who were there, it was such a, a unique experience calling games in, in the empty arena and uh, being among the few to be a small part of it uh, in person last year in, in Toronto and Edmonton. As Albert and Olchuk head to Turner along with the great one, Wayne Gretzky, who will serve as a studio analyst on TBS and TNT, Boucher will join a dynamic, diverse, and accomplished team at ESPN and ABC. The current and former voices of Monday Night Football, Steve Levy and Sean McDonough, will lead Disney's coverage with Levy serving in the studio as well as the play-by-play booth, while McDonough will be the lead play-by-play announcer, calling four of the next seven Stanley Cup Finals. Additional play-by-play women and men will be Leah Hextall, John Bucci-Gross, and Bob Wischusen. Analysts will include some of the biggest names in men's and women's hockey with Mark Messier, Chris Chelios, A.J. Malesko, and Hillary Knight. All told, the team has nine Stanley Cups, ten Olympic medals, and three college national championships. ESPN introduces its team with audio from its first national NHL broadcast in October 1985, and it concludes with the familiar theme song for its coverage through 2004, when ESPN's final NHL telecast saw the Tampa Bay Lightning win its first Stanley Cup. Welcome to the new home of hockey in the USA, ESPN. We've got a great season on tap for you. And we've also got a great cast to bring you the game. Sports journalism is your head and shoulders above the rest. A long time to celebrate. Showtime, baby. The New York Islanders are picking with DPA Troy's a number one pick. Tremendous! Oh, 
Two familiar ESPN voices, SportsCenter anchor Linda Cohn and former NHL player and coach and longtime network analyst Barry Melrose are back, although they never really left. You've seen them on ESPN Plus's In the Crease. Cohn will continue in that role, and she and Melrose describe the show. You know, it's called In the Crease, and it's on ESPN Plus. And even if you're not a hockey fan, I mean, it's 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 appointment viewing. This is what I love about it. Okay, you're working next day, can't stay up late, games on the West Coast. Any of your devices, you turn it on to In the Crease, and within 20 minutes, at the most 20 minutes, you know everything that happened the night before. You know how the goals were scored. You know how the goalies played. We show funny stuff. Funny we show stuff. Serious stuff. Yes, absolutely. And it's stuff that you can't get anywhere else. And I mean, I'm not just saying that because I mean, I am with Barry Melrose, you know. But the point is this: we have Barry's best, and we have yucks, we have laughs. Lots of laughs. But then we get serious too. Twenty minutes is just hockey, hockey, hockey. Nothing else. On ESPN's reporters' line, you'll find Blake Borden, Greg Bushinsky, and Emily Kaplan. As ESPN welcomes NHL games back to its programming fold, expect to see these three across the network's platforms. For example, as this year's playoffs began in May, Kaplan joined Around the Horn and acknowledged the importance of Mental Health Awareness Month to the league's players. It is Mental Health Awareness Month, and there are some professional hockey players I've talked to this season that are struggling with isolation, with anxiety, with depression, but they don't want to talk it publicly because they know there are some fans who say, well, they're millionaires. And that is the problem with the way society still views mental health as binary rather than a spectrum. I hope this pandemic taught us we have more in common than we think and that a little empathy can go a long way because you truly don't know what someone is going through no matter how they look on the outside. Congratulations to NBC on a long run as the solo national broadcaster in the United States as Disney and Turner take over later this year for at least the next seven seasons. Thanks for listening to Believe in the Media Guide. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes. And find us wherever you get podcasts, including Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V dot com. I'm on Twitter at Hotem, H-O-T-H-E-M as in Mary. Stay tuned and stay safe. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.